guys, welcome back to another episode here of Minnesota Left-Handers. Um, I got my boy here, Nate. I'm joined with you. Uh, make this a little bit about golf, golf stuff, all the news going on. Um, talk to you a little bit about what we got going on. And uh, just hang out and have a good time. Make this uh, organic and just have a good time here. So, uh, before jump into things though Nate real quick I just wanted to bring this up we got our golf tournament our first one coming up here September 17th Minnesota left-handers 3 p.m. at Whispering Pines Golf Course in Annandale Minnesota a few different ways you can sign up you can hit up Nate on the flyer here um, you can email us at minnesotalefthanders at gmail.com hit us with a text scan the QR code it's gonna be a great event I mean we're gonna have uh, two teams lefty righties um, 140 bucks per team. First and second are going to get some payouts with a random uh, payout to uh, a team. You have some skins games going on, longest putt, you know, all the proxy stuff, longest putt, longest drive, close to this pin. Uh, me and, me and uh, Nate were out the other day hanging up some flyers, trying to get some more people involved in this. Make it a thing. Make it a community. Join a, join a group, you know, have, have some fun and just uh, get together with the boys and, and, and get out there and hit some balls and have some fun. Um, do you got any questions on that? You can uh, direct message us. Anything else you want to chat about there on there, Nate? Yeah, no, I mean, I think if you're in central Minnesota, you can't throw a rock without hitting one of our flyers out there. You know, <laughs> they're everywhere. <laughs> we were out for a while the other night kind of kind of getting those things, getting the word out. So so I'm excited about that. Um, yeah, it's our it's our first event, uh, and... It's it's just going to be the first of many, so so I'm excited for for that to get rolling. That kind of side of what we're doing here to get rolling um, today. I think we should talk a little bit about uh, Will Zalatoris winning the FedEx yes uh, St. Jude Championship and kind of how all that went down. Uh, definitely, we can't we can't have a podcast without you know talking a little bit of live golf at this point in the golf landscape. It's just kind of where we're at. Um, a little bit about. Um, some off the wall stuff, you know, favorite songs. I think maybe we got. A little, I got a little music music discussion for you today. Awesome. Uh, and um, you know, a little bit of a little bit about our own golf games and our own some things some things to chat about there. So uh, let's get started with with Will Zalatoris. I don't know if spoiler alert. You know, I don't know. Maybe you recorded this. Maybe that's just me who records golf tournaments. I don't know. Maybe I'm just that guy. Um, but we're going to talk a little bit about how that playoff went down. Um, third hole. Third hole of the playoffs. 21 holes yesterday for, for those two guys, Step Straka and Will Zalatoris. And um, came down to a par three. I actually, I don't know if you saw Brett, uh, but I, I put it on, on Instagram. Um, I, I kind of chopped up some of what happened and, and, and put it all together. So that's out there if you did want to go watch sort of a shortened recap of that hole. But, I mean, it was it was a bit of a circus. That's <laughs> the best way to put it. Yeah, I mean, you're going up against Sepp Straka. Sepp. I mean, <laughs> where's the golden child, Rory? I mean, we need some big names here. They're all they're all going to live, I guess. But, no, Sepp, Will, he... he Laces one, short right, hits the bricks. Sep stands up there, does the same thing, but doesn't get the same break All as he Will does. All he has to do is put it over the flag onto the green. I'm All pretty he, sure he upped one club, too. He went up one club. That's what I think the announcer said, yeah. Yeah. 
and he still came up short. And it's funny because their balls were probably uh, three to five yards apart from each other and did the same exact thing. So then Seth, you know, he takes his he takes his drop, puts one on or one short, right? And then he hits. He went hit, long into the bunker. Yes, long into the bunker, and then chipped on it. While they were trying to dick around with uh, Will's lie and ruling and all this different stuff, he, Seth's like, "Do you care if I just go over?" He, he calls the guy over for a ruling, and he goes, "Hey, can I can I hit while these guys decide what they're what they're doing?" So he chips on and he puts one close, and then finally Will decides to. I mean, it's like you were saying, just pick up your ball, just pick up the ball, and walk it back. All you got to do is put one on the green, right? Mm-hmm. Game's over. But, man, that, that putt was pretty exhilarating. You know, watching him hit that one in, turn to whoever. I don't know who he was looking at, but just the the one thing that came to his mind is, is what are you going to say now? Just a big mm-hmm. punch to the media talking about him. Because, like I was saying, he was he's one of probably, like, I think, I forget the stat, but it's like three golfers that have been to three or four different playoffs in a tournament and not one. And he was about to push the threshold one more and be by himself. So he he wouldn't he would have been the only golfer to have been to, you know, whatever it was, four four playoff holes and not have walked away with a win. And that's that's bad company if you if you're will. So finally getting that chip off his shoulder is, is, is great to see it. He had a lot of fans there. A lot of fans. Yeah, you don't want to be you don't want to be that guy, be the guy who can't close the deal in playoffs, you know. <laughs> so so good for him, and it did seem like all the momentum was behind him, um, as versus Straka, um, and it's got to come from his his time in the majors and and what he's done in the last year and a half of majors, going back to the 2021 Masters when he took like solo second. I remember watching and going, who is Will Zalatoris. Well, then we find out that you know that the kid can play a little bit. He's, he's 150 been, pounds of him. 150, maybe soaking <laughs> wet. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, wh- what was it? He he put up another good showing at the Masters. PGA Championship comes around, and he's in a playoff with Justin Thomas. And obviously, we know Justin Thomas won that. And I think. He was hanging in the U.S. Open as well, if I remember right. Um, I, I could be wrong about that. But it, it just, he seems like the kind of guy who really showed up for the majors. This is his first full year as a PGA Tour member. I think he, he kind of got into, I don't know, we were talking in a previous podcast about how, how people get into the get into the majors. You know, he was, um, he got into the Masters on a, on a special exemption the one year and ended up taking second, which is Insane, really. Um, not even he didn't even have full status as a PGA Tour member. Now, now he does, um, and he seems to be making the most of it. I we had a podcast our last episode with with Austin from from Utility Sports, and I he asked me he asked us what what who we thought the top ten players in the world were, and I left Willie Z off the list, and I'm I'm regretting that now. Hmm. You're learning quick. You're learning quick. You never count out Will. <laughs> Let me ask you this, okay? So you sent me a tweet earlier today, and I looked at it, and I read it, and I was like, okay, who's this guy, though? Alan Shipnuck. Who is Alan Shipnuck? So Alan Shipnuck is is a golf writer. Um, 
I'm drawing a blank on who he writes for. It's not the Digest. It's not Golf Digest. I feel like it's Golf.com, maybe Golf Monthly or, or something like that. But he's also in the Fire Pit Collective. If you're listening to this on, on audio, you can't see me pointing to my hat, but I'm currently wearing a Fire Pit Collective hat. Um, so shout out to those guys. They, they're they a they're a, a collective, for lack of a better term. They, they podcast about golf. They write about golf. Um, Sports Illustrated, Sunrite? I'm sure he's been with them, yeah, at some point. Um, but he he sent out a tweet uh, recently. He's fairly connected. He's pretty connected. He just wrote a book about Phil Mickelson, and he's so he's pretty connected to the golf world. Um, do you have that tweet up? Yeah, I got it up. What 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 exactly did it say? So Shipnooks uh, tweeted out uh, August 15th. So today, yep, earlier today at 6:44. I'm hearing tomorrow's PGA Tour player meeting regarding Liv is going to be a banger. Supposedly, everything is on the table from major championship boycotts to Monaghan's future to a larger compromise. And Tiger MF Woods is expected to fly in to provide counsel, bully, and what's this last word? Cajole? Cajole? Cajole. Cajole. Oh, it'll be, there'll be some cajoling happening. <laughs> Um, I don't know. English teacher, can you define that for me? Well, see, just, you know, just good old boy. Poke the bear. You know, do that stuff. I, I have some problems with this. I take, I take issue with a few things that were said. One, um, major boycotts. Okay. I understand why you want to boycott majors. I, I get why that would, why that would be beneficial because if the majors, continue to allow when we've been down this road I've, I've beaten this dead horse but um, if the majors continue to allow everyone to play live guys and PJ Tour guys there's no reason to not go to live because the legacy piece is still there it's all about how many majors you win so if the majors continue to do that the live guys are the live tour is going to win out so if you boycott majors um, you you might get more hands I don't know you might be able to gain some leverage or something that's, that's kind of the thought but Let's look at Will Zalatoris. Here's a guy who just had some awesome, awesome run in, in the recent majors, right? Finally, obviously, gets gets the monkey off his back yesterday. But um, you think that 24-year-old who knows that he can win a major because he's put himself in that position, he knows he can do it. You think he wants to just up and boycott majors and skip those chances? Not happening. No, I don't think he does either. Um, there's there's just no way that that's that that's gonna happen that that's gonna work. And I also think that this whole larger compromise bit. No, I think you dig your heels in. I think if you compromise with Greg Norman, it's over. The PGA Tour is a feeder league. It's a it's a feeder tour. It's a developmental tour at this point, which then puts the Corn Ferry Tour, which I also like to talk about. By the way, remind me that we should definitely get to that before the end of this. Um, it's. It's it's a feeder tour for for live because there's too much money involved over there. Mm-hmm. And, and you want it to be the reverse. You want the live to be kind of the feeder for for the PGA Tour, like a lot of these other um, countries, if you will, as golf leagues are. You know, they they get big in their tournaments and then they come over to the PGA and stuff like that. But you know, when when Chipnook says major boycotts, dude, there's no one that you. If you'd have to get every player to boycott that, but then it's only going to hurt the PGA themselves. You know what I mean? 
Right, because are you telling me that Tiger, who literally only cares about... I mean, at this point in his career, he's only his body can only handle four tournaments a year, so he's only playing the majors. Yeah, the majors, yeah. That's all that mattered to him in the first place. As a 21-year-old, you know, winning the Masters for the first time in 1997, that has been all that... Yeah, he wants to rack up wins, and he wins, you know, every tournament out there. But the majors are what matters. You're not going to sell Tiger on, we need to boycott majors, because he understands legacy. He understands the importance of those majors. That ain't going to work. That's not going to be the answer. I don't know what is. They were going to double Tiger Woods's pay, dude, over what he's made over his entire <laughs> life. I know. 500 they were going to double it in the blink of an eye, dude. I think Insane. they were I think they were pushing 8 8 900 million and he's worth That's a billion. That I can't even like make sense of. Like what? No. If you put a list together of everything that you think you like at this point in your life, everything that you think you could have ever wanted I've always wanted a, a huge house on a lake with a this truck and this boat and what... You're talking to Mel. You're good. You're sad. Yeah, you're talking like... <laughs> you know, and then you, you you put an extravagant trip in there or something. You're all 100 in there? I can't even imagine. This, guy's, this guy was just offered $900 million. I mean, come on. Hey, so not not trying to read into this too much farther either. But did you see Scotty Scheffler walk through Cameron Smith's line? Who is supposedly Cameron Percy came out and said is going to be going to the the live? I got it up on my screen here, but just the look on Cameron's face, looking at Scotty as he walks by, is oh, I saw that crazy. Stop. It's fantastic. He's like, dude. <laughs> but it's it's definitely a passive aggressive move by by Scotty Scheffler. Um, I think that there there's something there because there's just protocol and you know you know what you're what you're doing out there on the green. So I don't know, and Scotty's kind of I don't want to say unabashedly a PGA tour guy, but there's nothing there that would suggest that he's leaving for those. You know, it's been it's been too many years of putting time in to, to try to be a PGA tour player and winner and now he's number one in the world and you know, that actually goes away right now if he goes to live because the World golf rankings don't recognize 54-hole events and all the things that, that go into that. So, Scotty's not leaving. Um, and uh, so I think I think that, you know, he it was he's kind of sticking it to him. Kind of turning the screw a little bit. Yeah. It's going to be a wild, wild ride here, you know, over the next, I don't know, six months of this PGA Live stuff going on. And it's, it's, I mean... At least we still got the two tournaments left to get the BMW on it. What's the other one? Uh, just the Tour Championship. You got, yep. you got the, the the BMW coming up next week in the Tour Championship. Um, but it, I've been saying that this is a possibility for a while. I think as soon as the FedEx Cup is over, these next two tournaments are over, you're going to see a lot of guys defect to live. Some of those big names could be wrong, but if I'm not wrong, you heard it here this time it's not even first I'm not first but you're going to have heard it here too uh, Adam Scott and uh, Hideki Matsuyama I think they're both they're both gone but again you know like we talked about with, with Austin from, from Utility Sports man it's, it's a global game it's hey. Americans there's a few Americans going but it's a lot of like global more global guys real quick so it's interesting one of my buddies in the chat just said 
you know, hey, I asked him how the quality was, how everything's going, because we're, we're live streaming on Twitch right now. And he, he, Caleb being Caleb joking around says, uh, you know, it would be worth more if you talked about the LPGA, dude. And me and you had a very interesting conversation in the car yesterday. <laughs> I'm glad Caleb brought this up because... Okay, Nate yeah, go me, ahead. Nate turns off, to me right. and he goes, hey, did you know <laughs> that the senior uh, women's PGA championship was this weekend in uh, Minnesota at the... Red the Lakes. The, uh, <laughs> classic or whatever, over at the Yeah, I'm like, oh, really? And he's like, I can't believe this. The winner, first place winner, this some lady with a very well-known name, and obviously Julie Nate would know this. Inkster. <laughs> Julie Inkster, for Christ's sake. Julie Inkster, she's a huge he name. so upset that she took a purse, a number one first winning place of $35,000. It's absurd. <laughs> it, I mean, it is, though. Like, it, it is. It's worth And he's not talking about this whole gender equality thing or anything. We're not getting into that. No, he no. was just saying. And I was like, dude... That's a lot of money for something that doesn't produce, you know, like the viewership that not only just the LPGA, but the senior men's PGA and the, the PGA itself for the men. So we actually did some calculations, and we took the gap between the highest, you know, like the winner of that weekend in the LPGA versus the senior, and then we did the same thing in the men's league, the PGA and the senior PGA. And the gap was just <laughs> way, way more. I think the so Zalatoris took 2.1 million, and 2.7, 2.7, and whoever the other dude was took 500,000, which is I think it was wasn't it 330? Oh yeah, three yeah, it was 330. Just a fraction. So the LPGA was the difference was 35 to 300, or no. 250, yeah. 250, yeah. So the gap the, between the senior and is just... <laughs> and and it was actually the the senior, Julie Inkster, as, as the winner's share, she got 14% of what the winner of that week's LPGA event got, which was $250,000. Um, and then... And then, so... I don't remember who won the, the Champions Tour event last week, but that number... At three hundred thirty thousand, was like twelve point two percent of what Will Zalatoris got, and so that conversation ended. I got quiet. Real quick. Um, <laughs> it was worth it though. I didn't want to. I didn't want to continue down that road, but I still think thirty five thousand dollars absurd. The dairy people at Lando Lakes n- need to put more money in. Definitely. I don't know. They landed. Maybe it's Lando Lakes' fault. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that. But but anyway, like maybe we're barking up a tree that I should not be barking up at this. Point. No, no, we're 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 moving on. We're moving we're moving through here smoothly. So you had brought up some you know some stuff about our own game. While we're on yeah. the course. Um, well, you don't even know this yet, but I got I got a I got an email from FedEx today. Um. Are you are you playing golf on Thursday? Yes, I am. Four forty-five, Riverwood National. You need to. You're gonna need to come find me because the shipment will be here. Yeah, um, how much did you spend? I, I see. If I tell you that, it might give it away. Uh, okay. No, so I don't. I don't wanna. I don't quite wanna give 
give that away yet. All because right. We'll save the I don't spoiler want... for later. I Get up our social got... media to see what I end up getting. 4.45, and you're... Let's see. We're going we're gonna to be going off the front side, so you're probably going off 10. Um, nice. I'll you get the back, can... dude. Nice. I'll see if I can get there um, before before you tee off. So, I, I just, I'm pretty excited about it. I'm excited. We'll just coordinate it. We'll coordinate it. Um, but, yeah, so I've got – oh, it's the first week. So, for context, I don't know. Caleb's listening. Um, for context here, I, I play in, in a league at, at Riverwood National, site of the 2023 State Lefty Open. Be there or be a square. Square. Um, I don't know how that's going to play on, on audio, me me drawing a picture of a square. Um, but <laughs> yes, be there or be square. Um, so I play in league out there. You do not. We play with a nine-hole league, um, so every time that we're on one side, general public plays the other, which ends up being which is me. Yep, we're on there with with two or three buddies every Thursday too at at around that four thirty to five o'clock tea time. Yeah, so it's it's the first week. I got an email from the head pro out there. It's the first week of our club championship. The club championship's a two-week deal where we play the front nine this week, back nine this week, and then that's your score. You combine you know eighteen hole club championship score for the league. Um. So I really got to get after it. I I gotta you gotta get out and you gotta make some birdies. We're playing the whites, um, which I don't know the distance for nine holes, but it's it's sixty one hundred total. So it's you know call it three thousand fifty maybe per side. It's it's a scorable side, but I mean you know you know as much as I do about that course. You can't overpower it. Like you need to hit your spots because there's trouble. The front, yeah, oh yeah, there's tr- trouble everywhere. So you got to come in with a plan, and I, I feel like, I feel like, well, I was gonna say if I can, if I can do it with like a 38, which is you know not out of the realm of possibility for me. I, I do it semi regularly, um, but then again, I started thinking about a guy in league who just he's gonna shoot a 32. So it's like, okay, I'm gonna be six back after after nine holes because he's gonna come in with a 32, and then I'm just. I'm just out of it at that point, but um, yeah. So full recap on that um, in our in our maybe our next pod. <laughs> my my nine hole, my first nine of my of my club championship. So that's upcoming. Um, one of the other things I said I wanted to chat about was the Corn Ferry Tour. Um, as as big of a day as it was for Will's Alatoris winning $2.7 million. The Corn Ferry Tour Series concluded um, yesterday, and 25 guys got their PGA Tour cards. They graduated. Um, So big days for them. And I think if guys continue to go to live, your Cam Smiths, and if I'm right about Adam Scott and Hideki and um, you know, a, a host of other guys. I think. I think it's going to be just a, a wave of guys heading over there. The PGA Tour needs to start selling these these younger Corn Ferry Tour rookie guys. You know, it, Corn Ferry is obviously like the 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 minor leagues. You 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 pass mm-hmm. on that. You get up to the to the big leagues. So I'm 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 excited to see some of that. I've got 
Um, a little bit of something I started today, um, an idea that I had, and we can kind of have an on-air production meeting here, but tell me what you think about it. Um, I kind of want to do, I don't know if it'll be take podcast form or like newsletter form, but like, uh, like a feature series or maybe we, maybe we feature like, Oh, the, the, the U S opens at this course. Well, let's look into the history of that course and do like a newsletter about it or like a podcast specifically about that course. Um, the one I'm thinking about doing is actually featuring one of the graduates from the corn Ferry tour, Justin Suh. And, uh, his story's awesome. I'm, I'm thinking about doing a, a feature story on that. What do you think? Um, I, th- I think it's a good idea. Um, but here's the only thing is you are the writer. So well, we could podcast. I, yeah, we could podcast it too. But you know, I, I'd I want to spend the time after each round getting out a recap, a podcast of recap of each round because. With how small we are and how fast we can get information out, um, like I said, you know, I'm 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 the type of guy that likes to listen to podcasts while I'm driving. So when I was in my car driving to the or driving on the way back from the Freeport Zoo, no one had any information on anything in the PGA Tour and what was happening or what had happened, because everyone's got to go through editing and you know their their episodes are 30 minutes or you know an hour long and stuff like that. So. I was thinking right. about just maybe getting um, a 15-minute recap of, of what happened, what the weather was like, what the course conditions was like, you know, maybe some of the big names where they fell and, and how they're ranking up against making the cut and then just the, the guys that are leading it and then just touch on those few things and, and shut it off just so that way people can get a quick recap and not have to dive deep into this stuff, you know. Me turning on my computer, running through the stats for the day and, and just giving something for people to listen to and, you can you can write your your course on. The, uh, I enjoy your writing, man. You're you're a hell of a writer. So, listening to or not listening, uh, reading some of your stuff is 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 pretty good. You know, it doesn't seem like you're you're too over the top with trying to use different vocabulary and big words and. You I mean, know, I do like different. A lot. You know, sentences, run-on sentences, or whatever. You know, we're breaking through a fourth wall in the fifth paragraph. It's just yeah. No, it's it's good. I, I enjoy your your reading too. So, and maybe you can teach me a little bit about each course. I know I know you uh, are have a pretty strong background in in golf. So, writing about you know what you like to write, and maybe doing a history little history lesson on on the course would be a very very intriguing read for people. So, yeah, and I, I mean I do think that that this feature series would be more of a long form thing. Um, it might take me, you know a week, two weeks to, to get it out because I, one, have a life that I have to try to maintain as well. Um, and, uh, you know, it's just not, I, I want to make sure that I've got good, entertaining information. Um, whereas some of your quick hit stuff that you're talking about is definitely something that, you know, you could maybe take the lead on that and I'll jump in, whereas I take the lead on this and you jump in. Um but but yours is is much more quick. It's, the frequency is obviously a lot higher. Um, but it's it's also just a quick hit thing, you know, 10, 10 15 minutes. Here's what happened, um, and and we just move on. Mhm. So we're we're new at this. This is gonna be this is so this is just fun. This is us just 
doing dad stuff, you know. I'm not out doing crazy stuff at night anymore, you know. I'm at home, wife's asleep, kids asleep, and spending an extra few minutes doing whatever the heck, you know, I got some time for. Well, that's the thing, you know. This is this is this is what life has become, you know. We're we're recording this about to turn eleven o'clock, and it's like. You know, my whole house is asleep except for me. I might as well chat some golf while I'm at it. Exactly. See, I want a newsletter about Wilmington Country Club in Wilmington, Delaware. For the, BM, I, I, the BMW I don't Classic. Know. I don't know. I don't know much about Wilmington, Delaware. There you go. Let's give me a little report on her. So, it yeah. Beautiful. I mean, I, oh, my gosh. Think, Look at this place. I think it's got. I think, you know, both of our both of our paths here have have some potential. And we'll come together for for stuff like this. You know, conversation that that might just kind of be fun and a little bit more long form for us. Uh, still, as often as we as we do, and uh, just keep churning out the stuff. And I think I think if we do that, um, you know, it'll be, we'll find some success. Yeah, we got the the Zoom timer coming up here, so we got eight minutes roughly left. What do you? What else you got to finish finish off this podcast with here? Off the wall, miscellaneous here. It's a grab bag. Your top ten songs of all time. Oh my gosh, dude! Really? <laughs> really? Maybe maybe this is something I put out yeah, there right now when we talk. See, this, we is, talk t- about this, this is tough for me because I'm a very I'm all over the place. I don't have, like, for me, it's 90s alternative. I mean, I'm not talking, like, the main mainstream stuff of, you know, Cranberry Zombie or stuff like that. I'm talking, like, the Smashing Pumpkins, you know, some Sublime, some Blink-182, you know, kind of going back to that generation. That's got, That's got some soft touch for me. But even into, the, like, the 2000s rap, the big timers, dude, some Nelly. You know, like, some DMX. Timers with a Y. Dude, Cisco, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> but I mean, if you right now, right now, I don't. You you know this because you were riding in the car with me for a couple hours yesterday. But um, I'm I'm big into like the reggae, Bob Marley type genre right now. I've listened to that all day at work. Uh, um, what else? I mean, I'm I'm a big country guy. There's not much music I don't listen to. Uh, you know, I even I, I love me some big band too, some Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, you know, some of that stuff. Um, you'll catch me listening to all sorts of stuff. So, um, not nothing screamo though. I'm I, hard screamo, loud rock is just a little little too much for me to to handle. But yeah, I, I'm I'm a well-rounded person. So yeah, you know I. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb, Caleb just dropped Josh Groban, and I'll, I'll tell you what, he spent the night at my house a few times, and I can hear him singing Josh Groban, just belting that out in the shower. Here's, here's what I fear, and, and, and this may shy people away from, from ever listening to our podcast, because I'm, I might be labeled as a crazy person. My top ten songs of all time playlist on uh, on Spotify, which is the just that's just the platform where you use Spotify. Um, it's got well over ten songs because you can't just have ten. I mean, that's a rotating list, right? I mean, I think my top five are are consistent top fives is the top five, but but 
you can't just have ten songs in your top ten song list. Yeah, you you have to. That's the rule. Top five, top ten. But no, they have to rotate. They have to rotate through. You can't. I I don't know. But I think. But the problem. Okay, the problem is mine might have like seventy. <laughs> Oh, oh this is the greatest of all time. It's the greatest of all time. It's got to be in there. Maybe what I'll do, I think I can tweet out my, my list, my uh, my Spotify list. Maybe I'll tweet that out, and we'll get, I'll get oh, some feedback from, from you and, and uh, I don't know, anyone else who might want to contribute their opinion. Kayla <laughs> <laughs> says, Nate looks like his top five are all Sheryl Crow. You know what? Let me tell you about Sheryl Crow. Okay, she's not... <laughs> I did not expect that. That's funny. Um, Cheryl Crow, Cheryl Crow did not crack the top ten, but she cracked the top one hundred. I bet, yeah. She's got you know some some good ones there. Soak a little, soak up the sun. Uh, uh, I'm gonna oh, start okay. singing to you guys. <laughs> Wanna soak up the sun? Oh God, no! You know what? I'm adding that one to the playlist. If I yeah, don't already have there it. it is. That's what I'm saying. You start talking yeah, I'm about to everything, man. Suddenly, you're you're interested. Um. So hey, recently added. I don't know if you've heard of SPM. SPM. South I mean, it was, Park Mexican just added those guys to the place. This, I mean, is this sort of in your 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 reggae kick right now? No, no, they're they're two uh, thousands kind of rock. Um, added a couple of Chevelle lately, a couple of Miley Cyrus, a couple of Britney Spears. So okay, stop admitting. Stop, stop now. I don't want. And I don't want to hear about the Spice Girls. No, I no Spice Girls. I don't have any Spice Girls. It's like you just said, Kesha. Like, dude, oh, come on, dude. She needs to come like, back. We might need to have some sort of like intervention. I here. listen to everything. Everything. <laughs> everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? Uh, who? So, See my top oh, ten. Aqua, Aqua, Barbie Girl, dude. Yeah, the, that song okay. was a banger. So, so my top ten has songs like Freebird in it. Yeah, so like, you're you're old, man. I mean, it's younger than you. Fun. Dude, Freebird's a ten minute long song. It's like listening to uh, Stranglehold by Ted Nugent for yeah. twenty minutes, dude. No, but the, I'm these old. are great songs. Oops, I did it again. Is not cutting it for me. Hey, that's that's a good two minute song to listen to every ten years, okay? Ten years. Okay, okay, I'll give you that. Every ten years. I was listening right. to some Sierra and Ludacris, huh? Oh, oh boy. Yeah, dude. Remember when Ludo was at that resort that we went to? He was <laughs> out of there. He was gone by ten p.m. To the old nice. Shania. <laughs> Um, a conversation to continue into a into another episode for sure. Um, Absolutely. Once I tweet out my list and you get a look at that, uh, you might have a little more to say. You might have I'm maybe some bigger opinions. Um, but as we as we wrap here, um, you know what what are you excited about? What what are you what are you going to work on in your game on Thursday when you play at four forty five? Um, Thursday, slowing down the swing and not coming over the top, getting in shallow. That's that's my biggest thing, getting that head behind the ball, coming in shallow, and, and not coming over the top. Just getting that nice, easy, 
swinging out to hitting it, hitting it at seven o'clock and swinging out and and just letting the club do the work, make the levers levers work instead of instead of swinging at at, at the ball. You know what I mean? Yes, I'm envious of of your shallower plane, what you're mm-hmm. working on. I, that's something that I'm going to work on this winter in uh, in the Doimer Golf Academy, aka my garage. Um, but I, like I I got a net now. I've got I've got a little putting mat thing. I mean it's. It's going to be great. I'm going to put a propane heater in there despite your No, thoughts. man. You're going to be dying. <laughs> I'm going to come over there and Nate's going to be laying on his garage floor all blue. <laughs> Carbon monoxide poisoning from a propane heater in garage, his garage. A little bit, a little bit you know, cracked. What's the point? Just get an electric heater. Your garage is like 12 <laughs> by 12. I know. I could I could barely get my, my little crossover SUV in there. <laughs> He's got a two car garage. It's 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 a nice size garage. He's got a good setup in there. I can't swing more than a seven iron, I'll hit the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> well hey man, I appreciate it as always. It's been great catching up with you, talking a little golf. Um you could probably look forward to uh, our TikTok. Got more videos coming out on that and all the, the highlights and stuff like that. I don't this Thursday, I'm planning on getting a couple of videos of us at the clubhouse, maybe out on the course and stuff like that, and getting that on the uh, social media stuff, um, having some fun. And you can look forward to that. Um, I'm trying to do an update after the start of the round on Thursday. You might catch one more podcast uh, in between there. might get Austin in here, our uh, special guest from Utility Sports in here, and do some more chatting about golf and football. And uh, more things to come, but as always, you know, check out the flyer. Um, Minnesota left-handers tournament coming up September 17th. Get out there, join us. It'll be great. Yeah, hit us on social media and uh, come play in that event. It's going to be a lot of fun. Talk again soon. Merch will be dropping soon. We'll talk to you guys later.